Have you ever heard a voice inside of you that says, will people even like this? Or what are you trying to do that for? You'll never be good at that. Or what if I don't get the promotion because they think Jack is better for the job than I am? Or I am so dumb. Why did I say that? Or if someone compliments you and you find a way to redirect it because you can't just accept it and say thank you. The voice inside your head that says you're not good enough or that you're wrong or it's not worth speaking up or taking action. That voice can be quite convincing. We're diving into self-doubt today and how we're going to kick it out of our way. Welcome to You Can Do Amazing Things, the podcast to help you get out of your own way and accomplish more in your life. I'm Holly Roman, and together we're going to unlock what's holding you back from your next goal and get you into action to step into your greatness and have the success you've been dreaming of. If you're looking for a positive place each week to grow and learn, get inspired to take your next steps so you could feel more success, joy, and happiness, meet me here every Thursday. It'll be like our weekly chat. We'll drink our coffee or favorite drink together, and we'll definitely have some fun learning, growing, and accomplishing your next amazing thing. Let's do this. What is self-doubt? Self-doubt is a feeling of uncertainty, not sure about things in our life, not sure about ourselves or our abilities, and it can really hold us back, preventing us from being our true, authentic selves or taking that action we want to take because of a fear, a fear of failing, a fear of looking less than smart, or a fear of rejection. Or oftentimes, it's just in our minds. Our brains exaggerate or distort our thoughts, and we begin to see things in a negative way. Self-doubt actually can look different for a lot of people. Each person can struggle with it differently. But the good news is, is that we could turn this self-doubt around and turn it into positive determination. So we're going to talk about five steps today how to do this. One of the first ways to overcome self-doubt is to actually understand it and acknowledge it. Recognizing that self-doubt is normal and it's some fear or exaggerated thought from your mind instead of a weakness. That is really powerful. Actually, have you had this experience before where you're sharing a struggle or a story with someone and that person says, oh, I know what you mean. I had that happen too. And you immediately exhale this big exhale and say, oh, good, I am not alone. And then you just feel better. Has that happened to you? Because that's happened to me a lot. That's exactly what you need to feel here. You are not alone in this and self-doubt is common. We all have it at times. But along with that, you also need to understand the cause of the feeling. And instead of pushing that negative feeling aside or trying to ignore it and make yourself feel better with something else, actually see it and deal with it. Let's take an example. Let's say you're starting something new or you're taking on a new position. Start with the knowledge that you know self-doubt is going to creep up on you or anticipate that it's going to happen. This is really helpful. As you're starting that new position and you're showing up in a new role, keep in the back of your mind that people might be sizing you up. Is she going to be a good fit in the company? Is she going to be a good as good as the last teacher? You know, that kind of thing. If we don't expect this, it can often derail us when we have a situation like that, and then we start to question ourselves and our abilities. Say you're giving a talk to people or doing a live video, or think of a situation that would apply to you. And then as you're doing this, you start to notice some people are on their phones or they're not looking at you or you're not getting a lot of comments or engagement on your video. Where do our minds tend to go? 
right? Do you start thinking, oh no, people are bored or they're on their phones, they're not listening. Am I boring? Or people aren't commenting on my video, so I must not be doing a good job. Why do we automatically assume the negative or the worst? Well, here it is. The facts are that our brains do gravitate to the negative, unfortunately. That's their primal instinct, to anticipate a threat to help you get out of that. So we're going to have to work really hard to not listen to those doubts and negative self-talk. Keep going. Keep thinking how much knowledge you have that you're sharing or how good you are at the skill you're teaching. Whatever the situation, be willing to see self-doubt as a fear and not a weakness and that it's normal. It will be easier for you to move past those negative thoughts because they won't be a surprise and you're choosing to have power over them. It's definitely a powerful strategy. Okay, moving on to number two, keep your focus straight ahead. Okay, I just heard this story and I have to share. I'll tell you who the person is after the story. But this man wanted to take race car driving lessons. He first had to drive with a professional driver around the track several times just to be the passenger, which was quite the experience going 150 miles an hour in this car, having to take these sharp turns without running into walls, just really intense scary. I couldn't do it for sure. So he continued with the lessons and then started to drive. And the instructor said, in order to become a great driver, there is one skill. And if you don't develop this skill, you're going to crash and burn. Not scary at all, for sure. (laughs) But the skill is you have to know how to come out of a spin. Because most times, even if you're driving and doing everything right, Someone else is going to do something to derail you, or there's going to be something on the road you don't see that will cause you to spin out of control. So the instructor showed him four buttons, and he told the man as they were going to drive, he was going to push one of the buttons, and that that would actually pick up one of the tires to send it into a spin, and he would have to know how to get it back on track or straighten it out. And the man says, well, well, wait a minute, when are you going to do that? And so the instructor said, I'm not going to tell you because that's how it it happens. You know, something happens when you're least expecting it and you have to know how to control the car to get out of that situation. And then the man says, well, wait, what do I do when this car spins out of control? Here is the interesting thing. The instructor said, focus on where you want to go when you're caught in the spin. Don't focus on what you fear, which is the wall, right? The minute you get out of control, you actually start to look at what you're really afraid of, and then you actually begin to steer into it. The man didn't even believe it, but the instructor said, listen, when you start to spin out of control, you are immediately going to look at the wall because you're scared of running into it. So I'm here and I'm going to be here so you don't look at the wall and get us killed. (laughs) I'm going to be here to make sure you focus. You need to turn your head to the left where you need to go. They started to drive and they were going super fast and the instructor didn't press the button when the man was ready for it. He did it when he least expected it and all of a sudden they were spinning out of control. And even though this man was taught so many times and told where to focus, he kept looking at the wall And he said, "Uh, I don't know what to do. What should I do? And the instructor literally had to hold his head to the left to keep him focused in the right direction instead of going towards the wall. No matter how much he was taught, he kept looking at the wall. And guess what? This happened four different rides, four times. The car would spin and the instructor had to hold his head to make sure he focused on the right way to go. So this man 
was Tony Robbins. <laughs> of course, I know I always talk about it, but this was such a powerful story, I had to share it. Even he had trouble focusing on where he should look instead of looking at the wall, instead of what he feared. And he teaches this stuff, right? <laughs> so the moral of the story is this. Keep our focus ahead and not get distracted by comparing to others or looking for the fear or the negative. So what does this look like? Do you compare yourself to others? Do you, you know, compare your beginning to someone else's middle? Are you comparing your talent or your skill to someone else's? Do you scroll social media and just feel inferior? Doing the whole, oh, why can't I have that? Or why can't I look like this? Or why aren't I doing it this way? The list goes on. Or you could even fall into the trap of thinking and focusing on the what if plus the negative. For example, oh, what if my best employee leaves? If that happens, we're just out of business. Or what if no one buys my services? Or what if, what if, what if? If you're too busy focused on what others are doing or what you think won't happen or focused on hitting that wall, you're not going to be satisfied with your growth and your amazing accomplishments. Be on your journey. Keep your focus ahead on your goals and where you need to go. Moving on to number three, talk to your best friend or group of friends that lift you up and get perspective. I'm sure you've heard that we are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. I've also heard you can expand it to the five ideas that we surround ourselves with or immerse ourselves in. So having said that, I believe that's really powerful here. Many times if we're struggling with self-doubt, we tend to turn inward, not talk about it as much, or sometimes we, we work harder to prove ourselves in some way to kind of quiet those negative thoughts. When you keep your thoughts to yourself, they can really become distorted or exaggerated and not even true. Our brains really can do that. Can you relate to this in any way? <laughs> because I can. Think about this. Who are your people? Who do you gravitate to or hang out with? Are they friends or family that encourage you, give you advice or feedback that is done in a loving way? Do they lift you up and make you feel good? Oh, it's so good when you have friends like this. Take a step back and ask yourself, who are the people that really support me in this and believe in me? Who could relate to my goals and dreams and give me solid feedback? Or who makes me feel inspired and excited after I talk with them? This is so helpful when you find your self-doubt creeping back in. Oh my gosh, give them a call. Talk to them. Get in their presence. Go out with them. Ask them for helpful, honest advice, knowing that they have your best interests at heart. They really do. And only you know who these people are. And sometimes, sadly, it might not be who you think it should be. But that's okay. It's common. Seek out the people who get it and will support you to give you the perspective or the words you need to overcome those feelings of self-doubt and keep you moving confidently towards your goals. Number four, practice giving and receiving compliments to yourself. <laughs> okay, do you ever do one of these when someone gives you a compliment? Say they told you this, oh, Lisa, you look really beautiful today. And you're Lisa and you say, oh my gosh, no, oh, I woke up late, I threw these clothes on, I barely had time to brush my hair. <laughs> or another one, you're Sally and someone tells you, you are so good at speaking in front of a group, Sally. And you are Sally and you're saying, oh, really? I thought that was awful. I messed up so many times. I forgot to add some key points. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about, right? We've all done this. But why? Why do we do it? It's so tough just to accept a compliment sometimes. 
When someone tells you, oh, you have a beautiful home, or I was so impressed by the letter you wrote, whatever it is, whatever the compliment, just say thank you. So refreshing, right? So here's what we're going to do. We are going to practice with ourselves. Practice saying compliments to ourselves like someone else is saying it, and then we're going to practice saying thank you. Maybe it's weird, but hang on, stay with me. If you do this, it's really going to help you when you're in that situation, and then you're not going to dismiss the compliment, you're actually going to be able to receive it. Not only this, it's also good because it's powerful for our brain. It is reinforcing to ourselves what we're good at, what skills we have, and what we should feel confident in. So how about this? Oh, Jenny, you are so talented. Your art is gorgeous. Oh, thank you so much for saying that. That is so kind. So isn't that the better response? Instead of saying, oh, it's nothing. It's just a hobby that I do or, you know, something like that. You're saying thank you gracefully. So practice this every day. Think of things that you know you're good at, where sometimes you question it, but that's your brain distorting it. So practice saying a compliment to yourself, like someone's giving it to you, then pause and then accept the compliment gracefully. Maybe this is a daily habit. You can do it anywhere where you're alone. (laughs) Heck, when you're driving or when you're working out or even in the shower. I know it might sound weird, but the positive self-talk is super powerful. The fifth and last one here can be really fun and effective. We're actually going to give our self-doubt a name. (laughs) So try this. Try separating yourself from your negative thoughts. And then we're going to give those negative thoughts a name or a persona. (laughs) So you might have already heard this in reverse. I actually heard Beyonce say this. She told someone in an interview when she went on stage, especially at the beginning, she'd be very nervous and filled with anxiety. So she learned to call herself something else. And she calls herself Sasha Fierce. I'm sure you have heard her talk about it. She said it really helped to calm her nerves before going on stage. And it also helped to bring out a more confident, aggressive part of her personality, which could totally work to feel more confident. But in this case, we're going to give that self-doubting negative person inside of us a name. Like think of a really bad name that you don't like. (laughs) And I'm not even going to say a name because what if I don't like the name and you do, right? So when you start to feel those self-doubts creep in, you're going to say, okay, negative ninny, whatever your name is, you can stop with your unhelpful comment right now. Just actually calling it out, calling like you're speaking to a person. It actually helps you separate in your mind, separate the thoughts from yourself. So seeing it as not a weakness, but something that you can just push aside like, okay, get out of my way. I'm doing this. It also can just be a more fun way to just make you stop and think like, okay, I need to adjust my thinking here. It certainly is an out-of-the-box strategy, but so many times that's what we need. We need something to kind of snap us back into what we know to be true. At the end of the day, self-doubt many times is a repeating negative pattern that can be totally interrupted. With some or all of these strategies, we can train our brain to see things differently. We can retrain it to think differently. I believe with these techniques and also the ones I shared in the How to Have More Confidence and Believe in Yourself episode, that was one of the first ones if you listen to that, you could really start to eliminate self-doubt and see real positive changes in your life. And as you make small steps, you could look back and compare yourself to past versions of yourself and see how far you've come. That's always fun. 
that allows us to see our progress and helps us to keep pushing forward. Let's recap the five ways to help combat self-doubt. Number one, acknowledge it and anticipate it. Number two, keep your focus straight ahead. Number three, talk to your best friend or group of friends that lift you up and get perspective. Number four, practice giving and receiving compliments to yourself. And number five, give yourself doubt a name and have fun with it. You have so many gifts and skills, and sadly, you are probably your hardest critic. It's true. It's not who we are that hold us back. It's who we think we're not. And I'm sure you've heard that many times. So be aware of it this week. Start to see how you see things. What do you focus on? What negative thoughts or patterns do you have that creep into your mind and start to derail you? Then use some of the strategies. Maybe pick one or two we talked about and see how they could really help to change some of those negative patterns of self-doubt into positive and powerful ones that help you get to where you want to go. I'm so excited for you, and I am here for you, rooting you on. Thank you so much for listening and spending time with me today. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Please share it with a friend who you think would enjoy it as well. If you haven't done so, I would love it if you could give me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That would mean so much to me and it would help get the word out for the podcast. I will look forward to next week. Seeing you here, same time, same place. Have a great week.